welcome in from the Waco Tribune, Harold Bryce Cherry. Bryce, good afternoon. How are you, buddy? Doing well. How about you guys? Doing good. And you feeling okay? Feeling great. Uh, I only really had one pretty rough day at the outset of COVID, but after that, it was uh, it was fairly mild. So I'm thankful for that. But Mama locked you in your room, right? She didn't let you out. <laughs> That's right. I uh, had my own room, so that was uh, that was fun. Speaking of fun, this time of year is so much fun. You got basketball kicking up. You you, you got uh, football going on, and we got in the high school ranks. We're in our in our playoffs in 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 one A through four A. Let's begin with last night's basketball game. You know, it's it's kind of hard to just kind of wrap your mind around the fact that Baylor absolutely put it on Illinois, particularly in that second half. That's the fifth best team in the country, and, and Baylor took care of their business. Yeah, you know, uh, it's kind of hard to wrap your mind around the fact that Baylor may be better this year than they were last year. Yep. And uh, that was a pretty stout team last year. I remember writing a column, oh, back before COVID, uh, that Baylor was built for March. And obviously they never got the chance to, to play in March. Uh, but I think this team is, is very similar with just the heady guard play that they have. Uh, that's going to help you all the way through the season and, and obviously into the NCAA tournament, which looks like it should happen this year with a, with a bubble environment. Um, I'm so impressed with the addition of, of Adam Flagler. Uh, obviously, you know, he caught fire last night and had a, had quite the run there in the second half. I mean, that just adds yet another uh, very talented guard to a team that was pretty rich in that area already. And, and Scott Drew can be very comfortable nine, ten deep on 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 his uh, if he gets guys in, in foul trouble. I mean, so he he can go very deep on his, in his roster. Yeah, absolutely. And they've got a lot of guys that can do a a number of different things. Um, they defend well. Uh, I was I was impressed with the patience they showed a lot of times last night. I mean, they didn't weren't always rushing things. They just look like, you know, they're in midseason form, and here we are, what three games into the year now. Obviously, Saturday will will uh, provide quite the test, you know, with Gonzaga. That should be a fun one. And you mentioned Flagler. Are you surprised he only had one offer coming out? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, you know, he played at Presbyterian, right? I mean, that, you know, uh, that guy can play. And so, you know, uh, Scott Drew has done a great job over the years of, of finding some, some uncovered gems. I mean, and, and I think he's one of them. Bryce, let's shift gears a little bit. I want to talk a little football with what, what Baylor was able to accomplish last week and finally finishing a big game uh, going to Oklahoma how how do you see this game playing out, and do you see Baylor continuing to try to kind of continue to stay on that path of saying, hey, we got to finish games? Yeah, you know, obviously Baylor has some momentum on its side now with, uh, you know, getting a win last week over Kansas State, finally finishing a game. Um, I think that, you know, does wonders for Baylor's confidence. You know, going to Norman, obviously uh, the Sooners are dealing with a lot of, you know, questions about COVID and everything like that. So, uh, you know, the intangibles seem to be in Baylor's favor. But here's what's in Oklahoma's favor. Obviously, they're very uh, talented, very loaded, and they have a lot to play for in the fact that, you know, they can they can get back in that Big 12 championship game. Uh, so, 
you know, I still like the Sooners to win this one at home, but but Baylor has to feel good about the way it's trending. Let's talk a little high school football. Obviously, uh, this this is a fun week with uh, with some teams circling back around, including Bosqueville and Crawford. And you got uh, you got Buffalo and Franklin, and, and and let's let's begin. And then, of course, China Spring is playing Carthage, and that's going to be fun. Let's begin with China Spring and Carthage. Just talk about Coach Bell and what his team has done over the last three weeks. This has been. I mean, not only are they winning these games against Jasper and West Orange Stark and, and Sealy, but they're winning They're winning them convincingly. Yeah, you know, I did a, a story that's up online now uh, on China Spring, and uh, in talking with Coach Bell and talking with, uh, you know, their players and stuff, uh, they're just <clears throat> kind of taking the same approach to every game. I mean, they're basically just saying, look, every game is a big game. And uh, we're going to treat it the same. And, you know, they're playing with, uh, you know, respect of the uh, opponent, but no fear. And, and certainly, um, you know, they, they realize how good they are. I mean, and so I think that gives you a lot of confidence going to, into games against the best teams in the state. I, I don't think there's been a more impressive playoff run uh, that you know that I've seen out there. I mean, somebody maybe can uncover one and 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 at least debate it. But but uh, you know, you're talking about beating three uh, top ten teams in in Jasper, West Orange, Stark, and Sealy, and now you get your chance against number one. This is going to be uh, you know the toughest of them all. Obviously, Carthage has got seven state titles since 2008. Uh, that's pretty good. <laughs> you know, that's, that's Mark Panther territory. And we're gonna and we're gonna get to Martin in just a second, but I, I, talk a little bit about uh, the regional championship with Bosqueville and Crawford. Same uh, same district. They they circle back around, and you know it was a heck of a football game the first time they played, and I, I think it's gonna be a heck of a football game again Friday night over at Panther Stadium. Yeah, you know I, I agree. I think uh, this one should has all the makings of going right down to the last play. I mean that's kind of the way the first one played out. And I feel like Bosqueville is playing even better than they, they were that first time. Uh, Crawford could probably say the same thing. So, you know, uh, both teams peaking at the right time. You've got a, a spot in the state semifinals on the line. I mean, this should be just a tremendous, tremendous game. And, um, you know, we, we always love when you get to the regional final and you get two local teams that know each other well we've seen that before in the likes of like china spring and la vega at this stage of the season and and other teams we had a shot maybe with martin chilton obviously uh chilton had a great run but but lost last week but you know uh crawford Bosqueville. i mean that you know it's a it's a rivalry i wrote about back in the preseason uh doing just a story about you know kind of underrated local rivalries and i feel like it's a relatively friendly rivalry, but you can bet they're, you know, they're going to be wanting to win tomorrow, uh, tomorrow night. Yeah, no question. Hey, and I th- sometimes I, f- I feel like it's unfair to the Mark Panthers. I mean, are some we don't talk a lot about them right now. I, we just, hey, they're going to win, and we're going to the next one. Yeah, they're going to win. They're going to the next one. They're playing Tenahaw, a perennial powerhouse in, in high school football, yet we're, we're just assuming that this deal is a done deal and they're moving to the next round. Yeah, you know, it really isn't fair to Mart. Uh, I mean, I think I think you just can't give them enough due. I mean, right. the, the way they go out and, um, I mean, it's not like they just fall out of bed and, and 
win these games. I mean, they work at it. Uh, I was out there in the preseason at, at their practices, and, and I honestly feel like they've done and handled the COVID thing about as well as anybody out there that I've seen in Central Texas. You know, they really haven't had the issues with, with stops and starts. You know, I mean, uh, some of their opponents have. I mean, they've had to deal with it on that end, but mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I feel like they've really followed the protocols well, and I think you do that when you know you have a team that can be playing, you know, week 16, week 17, you know, playing for a state championship. And and I feel like they've got all the pieces to do it again and, and they're working at it and they deserve, you know, all the accolades we can give them. Obviously, like you said, Tenahaw is no slouch and, and that should be a good game. But, but yeah, I mean, Mark, <laughs> they're just, they're on another level. <laughs> and for the private school rank Rikers on a roll again, it, what, what are your thoughts on what Coach Holcomb's been able to do over there restoring the, that winning culture? Yeah, and you talk about a team that uh, has has had to deal with some some COVID issues over the over the course of the season. Um, it's it's pretty incredible what they've done in the playoffs, just because you know they had such stops and starts, and and uh, you know I feel like they during the regular season couldn't really get a rhythm going because they just you know, had games canceled at the last minute. I mean, they had to find some opponents at the last minute. I know they went to, to Brian one night when they weren't, uh, you know, when they were supposed to play at home uh, that, that night. So they've, they've had to, you know, adjust on the fly, and I think they've done a great job of it. Uh, and he's, he's uh, Coach Holcomb's done a, a, a tremendous job. Again, a, a program I was out uh, writing about before the season started, um, they've got a brand new weight room, you know, that they opened this year that, that is really nice. I mean, they've done a great job in there. They, that has paid off. And then they've, you know, attracted some transfers in, you know, from some other programs around the, in the area. They've got a, a running back in Eli Cummings that came over from La Vega. They've got a receiver in Corey Long that came from Midway. They've got some kids from Waco High and some other places. So, um, you know, it, that you know people are seeing what they're building there and and that's proving attractive hey bryce as always it's a pleasure i know that you're going to have a uh, i mean i'm I'm sure it's wall-to-wall high school football coverage tomorrow in the paper absolutely we'll be at uh, a number of games including obviously those ones we mentioned and uh looking forward to it should be a great night all right bryce appreciate your time and we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon bryce cherry the waco tribune herald